It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. Also, my favorite pizza is pepperoni with double black olives. And I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might even say smarter, counterpart of the Back Row. I'm a wife, mom, super fan of all things friends, and I have a really dark habit of liking serial killer movies and documentaries. <laughs> I was very terrified as to where that sentence was going. <laughs> really? Yes. What's the latest one you've been watching? Okay, well, we started watching the Hotel Cecil documentary on uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. which it's about the oldest hotel in L.A. Okay. So I'm like kicking myself for never going when we've been there. <laughs> Um, but in that documentary, they talk about the Night Stalker, which oh, will then be the Night Stalker. Uh-huh, that'll be my next one to watch. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. All right. Well, today on the show, Sunday School Answers is making a comeback. We've also got a bad joke, five random facts, <laughs> things we love. We do have a game. We do have a game. Yeah, okay, and more. <laughs> <laughs> but first, today is Wednesday, February 24th, 2021, and we got some, ho- well, a holiday to celebrate. Yeah, uh, it's National Tortilla Chip Day. Hey, you know what? You said that this week's holidays are lackluster, but I don't think this one is. I do. Because tortilla chips are bomb. Yeah. If I'm going to have a chip, tortilla is going to be the last one I'm going to go to. But... You got to have salsa or cheese to have tortilla chips. If I don't have salsa or cheese, then, but I want a chip, I'm going with Lay's or Ruffles. Let's say you're fully stocked and you have the salsa. Kettle cooked chip over tortilla chip. Get out! (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) Say you're fully stocked, you have salsa, you have queso at home. I still think. Honestly, really? Yeah. I still think there. So, and here's the thing. So many people do tortilla chips poorly. That's true. You got to get to good brands. Listen, I like the on the border tortilla chips. That is my favorite hands down. Then Julio's because it's got the seasoning on it. And that's it. I don't want any more. You can Mm. keep your, what is it? Sand, sand. Tatitas, what is that one? The $2 bag of chips. Sabritas, they're great. No, they're disgusting. They're, they're awful. They're nope. fantastic. Mm-mm. Perfect amount of salt. No, really that's good. exactly what I was going to say. They Some of the chips have the right amount. Some have way too much. Some have none at all. I hate that. I can't stand it. What about the it. Leal seasoned salt? Um, No, I would still rather have Julio's. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Tortilla and chips snob to- over here. Tost- tostinos? Tosti- tostinos, yeah. Yeah, they... Wait, I used to think they it? were 
Is it Tostinos? What no, is it? No, I think That's we're, the think, pizza, we're thinking of the it? pizza, yeah. What? No, Totinos is the pizza. Totinos. Whatever it is. Y'all what? know what we're talking about, and that doesn't matter. Very, no, it does now. <laughs> I need to. Uh, Lay's tortilla chips are called what? Tostitos. Yeah. Okay, Tost- yeah. Tostitos. Yeah. It just sounded wrong. So, Oh, it's Santitas. I said Sabritas. Santitas. <laughs> I said it was Santitas. You did, yeah. Um, it sounds inappropriate. Yeah. But so uh, has Tostitos. <laughs> that's fair. So growing up, I think the that was the brand that my parents always got whenever we did get chips and salsa. And Tostitos? So, uh-huh. And yeah. so I used to think, well, this is the best thing ever. And then I started realizing, no. Yeah. These are awful. Yeah, they're not. Well, they're not awful, but they're definitely not the best. They are low rung on the totem pole. Yeah. There are no rungs on totem poles. Low rung on the ladder <laughs> <laughs> of tortilla chips. <laughs> uh, they are bottom rung of the swimming pool. <laughs> oh, wait, there are rungs in swimming pools. Are Never there? Mind. Yeah, you got little ladders to climb. Oh, up. oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. But you're also drowning. So uh, <laughs> that got away from us. <laughs> hey, uh, normally this is where we would play a game, but today we have a special flashback for you uh, an interview with Michael Mordenga from 2018 about Sunday School Answers, a game he created the year before, which is a Christian version of Cards Against Humanity. I want you to hear a little bit. In our first interview, is with Mike Mordenga, the creator of Sunday School Answers, a party game for Christians, which we stumbled across by accident late last year. And since then, I've purchased every expansion of the game, and we've played it almost constantly since. And of course, Sunday School Answers has been a sponsor for most of our episodes this season so far as well. But don't let that fool you. We're not paying lip service here. We genuinely love this game. So who better to feature in our first interview of 2018 than the man behind the game itself? Mike, welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. (laughs) How are you doing today, sir? I am. I'm doing pretty good. I'm. I'm in my parents. They own um, a gymnastics center, and I'm sitting in it right now. And it's all. It's all by myself. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Get away and think. Yeah. Or are you exercising? Oh. <laughs> well, there's a trampoline I could use. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get down to it. Hey. Uh... The first question I have for you is, is uh, just a very simple origin story. Why did you create Sunday School Answers? You know, I I wish I could say that Sunday School Answers was my most creative idea. Um, we all know the origin of what made it popular. Um, and it's not Cards Against Humanity. It's, it's Mad Lips. You know, when you... <laughs> I mean, everything started at Mad Libs, and I loved Mad Libs as a child, um, spending every waking day trying to put the word poop into <laughs> all the, the blank spaces. <laughs> and um, don't lie, you tried it too. Oh, I absolutely, yeah. yeah. The fart went to the poop store. <laughs> If only poop was the worst thing that I tried to fit in those lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it, it started with a love for that. And then um, Apples to Apples came out. And, you know, that was, that was a lot of fun. That had 
add some creativity to it, but you know, that got old as well. And then I, uh, we all know that Cars Against Humanity came out and, um, it was a great idea. You know, it's, it's a fill in the blank game. Um, unfortunately the, the creators of that game wanted to kind of take it to a more darker level of things. Gosh, and it, it's, um, I've seen just some absolutely horrific cards. Yeah, it, it is terrible. I'm, I'm surprised at the level that they go to. Yeah, it's it's bad. <laughs> yeah, and, you, you know, they they didn't need to go to that level. Seeing is that the, the idea was great already. Yeah. Um, uh, I think they just wanted to go there because they wanted an angle, and uh, being shockingly vile was their angle, but who knows? Um, so I decided, you know, why, why not make one that's just fun and sarcastic and just kind of bizarre because my, my angle on comedy is, you know, if, if you can't go gross, you know, go bizarre, go weird. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's worked out really well in that, you know, it's, it's a Christian game, but it's not uh, Jesus and puppies. It's like. You know, you're using kind of, you know, like you said, sarcastic, but you're using topics and touching on topics that are slightly offensive sometimes to some people, slightly uncomfortable sometimes to others. Uh, towing the line of what a fuddy-duddy in church would find funny and what the youth group would find funny. And yeah. I, think, I think it's rounded out pretty well. I've only had one person that I know of in our group that found thought the game was sacrilegious and didn't want to play it. <laughs> yeah, I but to me it's like real life Christianity. I mean, it's things that we think every day and mm-hmm. we may just be too scared to say it. But <laughs> you know, with Sunday school answers, it takes that fear element out of it and it makes us say it. So <laughs> that, I mean, it gets, Right, yeah. yeah. And you know, it's it's really just uh it's it's a monument to the absurdity of of life and how we don't take things, we shouldn't take things as serious. Yeah. Um, the, the first deck, I wish I could say that, uh, you know, every deck was gold, but the, the first deck is where I kind of had the most fun because everything was so fresh and new. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the, all the things that were going through my head were like, you know, dabbing and Harambe sacrifice. <laughs> and, and, you know, I've, I've tried to find a, a gold mine um, like that, but if you if you get the first edition, um, that that one just has the has the cultural references I've been dying to use. Um, the other ones I had to I had to really push my brain to kind of find uh, what ridiculous things would actually be fun to play. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about the process of coming up with that stuff uh, a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but what I want to ask you next is, what what was the initial response to the game, maybe from from your peers and then from once it actually started selling? How did people react to I, it? I, I didn't even really want to sell it. I just wanted to um, have it get produced by the game crafter. Yeah. And then, like, just, sh- you know, share it with some friends. Um. I was a little bit nervous sharing it with my small group because I thought, I thought, yeah, this is, this is way too, 
this is over the top. You know, this is this is way too ridiculous. But you know, <laughs> they they ended up liking it. Um, and so when I posted it on Facebook, everyone started saying, you know, when is this coming out? And you know that. That's scary because I, I I shouldn't get that much attention. It's not good for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. The general response after we started like retweeting you or posting it on a uh, on our Twitter account was, "Where can I buy this? I have to have this in my life." I mean, it's generally <laughs> just a million different versions of that one phrase. Uh, I think people have been clamoring for a game like this with this kind of humor. For a while, because most most Bible based games are just cheesy and and corny as heck. Right, I can remember playing the Bible based like life game and the Bible based uh, trivial pursuit, pursuit game. Yeah. yeah, and it just it feels like Sunday school, not exactly. Sunday school answers. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I ended up feeling even more dumb than I already did starting with the the Bible trivial pursuit because I didn't know those answers. <laughs> that was not stuff that you learned in Sunday school. Mm-hmm. So, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And those games kind of take it to, uh, I guess, they're a more um, Sunday school educational level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where my game might actually make you dumber. I'm not sure. <laughs> but at least it's fun. That's right. That's yeah, right. at least it's fun. Because, you know, I remember the, the Bible apples to apples. Yes. Yeah. And it I don't think the people who made Bibles apples to apples like understood that like the the way to win apples to apples is to pick the worst card to go with it. <laughs> um, I mean you know you, you get a card like charming and you want to put down Michael Jackson or <laughs> um like stuff like that. So you know when I actually got a chance to play it and you know, you get a card, like, I don't know, like the, the green card would be like wicked and your deck has like Moses, the son of God and the Holy spirit. <laughs> that feels very sacrilegious. <laughs> yeah. Then you start sweating. Yeah. I can't answer this one guys. I don't, I, I'm, I'm yeah. bowing out pass. <laughs> So, so is uh, Sunday School Answers something that you still play with your friends? Has it gotten old for you now, or, or um, is it fresh still? You for know, you? that's the thing about it is um, I wanted to make enough cards where the playthrough wouldn't be the same every time you played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking um, as someone who's bought every deck, that's a lot of yeah. cards. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, you know, it's it's fun in it's fun in spurts. It's one of those games where like you know, everyone's like, Oh boy, you know, what kind of fun and hilariousness is are we gonna get into right now? And then like you you play it for three hours and then maybe you wait a week, two weeks, and you know, you just have to let your wackiness meter recharge. That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's not like Settlers of Catan where you could just kind of play it in, or you know Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, it's one of those. It's one of those games that um, just like needs to just pop up from time to time. Right. Yeah. Like an old, like an old standby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like your favorite. Yeah, like your favorite movie. You don't watch it all the time, but you always know it's there. 
when you want it. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like when your parents come home with Chinese food, you're like, oh, you know, what a joy. What a bonus. <laughs> If they did that every day, it'd be horrible. True. <laughs> That's absolutely true. true. <laughs> uh, so have you made any other games? Um, yes. And in fact, um, this other game I made, I actually want to give myself more creativity points than Sunday School Answers because Sunday School Answers was just um, copying the rules of another game and making it so that everyone could play it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but this game is more of um, something I kind of had to make up the rules from scratch on. Um, this game is called Mind on the Movies. Um, and it's also a game that's um, it's on that Game Crafter account. You could, uh, you could search it for it, Mind on the Movies. Um, and just, just real quick, let me, let me clarify for those who don't know. The GameCrafter.com is essentially like a self-publishing site except instead of books you're making games and they have all the different kinds of uh uh, pieces and boards and cards and whatever you need and you kind of design them all yourself and uh they put it together for you and they print it to order and that's why some of these games might be a tad bit more expensive than what you get at walmart uh but yeah it's essentially a self-publishing site for games okay sorry continue all right so so basically mind on the movies um, takes my love of magnetic poetry um, and kind of puts all these random movie title words like um, I don't know if it was if it was in a famous movie like Forest or Gump or Die or Hard um, it became a word in this game and what you do is you put these words together to make a movie title so you could you could get something ridiculous like. Um, die Hard on Brokeback Island, Zombie Edition. <laughs> and, yeah. And you'd say, okay, that's my movie. And then you have like this, you have this 10 second pitch to everyone why you think your movie should be green lighted. Wow. And, and then everyone else kind of goes around and they, they pitch their movie based on the titles that they made. And, I have to say that, like, I'm more proud of that game, even though it 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 kind of um, it came and it went. Um, because that that game actually uses a little bit more improvise. Improv- yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it, sounds, it sounds like you really have to come up with stuff on the spot. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and it, it uses a little bit more storytelling. So, um, a lot of people have said, you know, I could never tell stories, your game's too complicated, and then I've played with it, and then they've come up with an idea that I swear, like, Scorsese could have wanted. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. I'm going to have to check that out. So that's in your account, too, uh, on the GameCrafter.com? Same same account? Yep. See, I think Matt and I would really enjoy that game. Yeah, that sounds great. However, mm-hmm. I think that Chris would be the one that would be like, I'm not a good storyteller. I could not play that game. But he gets the right combination of cards, and he's going to have this amazing movie that we're all going to be like, why Why hasn't anybody come up with this yet? Yeah, no, that sounds like you're fun. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get the right group of people together for sure. But I think I might mm-hmm. like that one a lot. <laughs> Uh, ch- changing gears here a little bit, Mike. Uh, could you share with us maybe a, a quick version of your testimony? 
Oh, wow. Um, you know, it's funny. <laughs> Every time someone asks me this question, um, there's like a thousand epic ways I want to start. <laughs> um, you know, like um, in the in the alleys of uh, St. Louis, <laughs> I was homeless. No. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I was... You know, I was I was a naughty kid growing up. I was like ADHD to the max. My parents uh they 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 learned about the depravity of humanity through me. Um, <laughs> um you know, cuz I was I was overactive and uh that that overactivity kind of followed with me and it kind of it kind of formed into weirdness going into to junior high and uh junior high I realized I didn't have any friends um it was a very self-conscious time and in the school years and everyone was kind of uh you were either athletic or you were pretty or you smelled good um (laughs) and I was I was neither of those things so um, I didn't, I didn't really have anything though. My parents were Catholic and I kind of had an understanding of God. Um, it didn't, it didn't really mean much. Um, and then, um, kind of around my high school years, um, I met my youth group at this church called, um, uh, Hope Lutheran. And I'm, uh, I'll always remember my youth leader, Scott and Jill, and how they kind of uh, walked me through the faith. They kind of uh, they kind of uh, lit the light bulb over my head about you know what, who is this Jesus and why is everyone dropping this word called grace and forgiveness and oh and by the way here's a whole church of friends who kind of want to support you and um, you know kind of walk with you and so um, in high school I considered myself a Christian. But I feel like in in college is where I kind of had all the the meaty parts of my testimony because um, it was in college that I I kind of uh, battled with you know anxiety and trying to find God's will and fighting all these battles and you know so I I kind of feel like um, the hardest parts of my life started after I became a Christian. Mm. Um, yeah, and so that's kind know, of my story too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but now I am part of a ministry called campus ambassadors. And I, I believe all my battles have kind of led me to this. Um, so I do, I run a college ministry at the university of Rochester um, in the meantime, I, I make board games and I make games that my friends would enjoy. And I like to write a lot. So, <laughs> uh, are you, uh, are you married or you have kids or anything like that? Oh, uh, yes. Yes. So I, I am a testament, to uh, um, the online dating. Um, I met my wife from in Canada. She lives in Toronto. Her name's Lynn. Um, 
And I know people say, yes, I have a wife and or I have a girlfriend in Canada as an excuse. But no, <laughs> this is true. She's um, totally real. She's not made up. Yeah, she, she is so real. So, yeah, like I, I found this city girl who's got street smarts. Um, she actually liked some of my, you know, she liked something on my, my profile, which I'm disappointed because it means I wasn't weird enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I was like, you, um, and at the time we just started to, we started to meet up. Um, and we, I, I went to Toronto and she showed me the beauty of the city and all these, uh, you know, exotic foods that I've never tried before. And then I'd, I'd take her to Rochester and I'd, I'd, I'd show her a hamburger or <laughs> I'd show her um, poorly made roads or, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Oh, gracious. So, How long have y'all been together? Um, we're um, in, in October, we're hitting our third year of marriage. So uh, that's exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we got a few more questions for you, but actually I would like to take a quick break uh, from those questions because we want to play a quick game with you. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, Michael and Mo go head to head. But first, Faith and Fandom with Hector Mirai. Stick around. Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. You ever play a video game and you just get like ridiculously wounded and then all you do is like duck and just wait and you get healed? You know, I think the logistics of this are horrible, but there are many games that I'm thankful for because I'm often out of healing items and things like that. But it's kind of a constant trope throughout action games now, especially first-person shooters, that if you just duck down and hide, that eventually you're going to be okay. And yesterday was a really long day for me. I had church and then left church, drove like an hour and did a wedding in the woods. I was DJing. I had to set up sound equipment way out in the woods. And then I had to set up sound equipment inside a reception area and... All in all, I literally was on my feet for almost 14 hours straight, and I was exhausted. And as I was coming to bed, like, I, I was all aches and pains and creaky. And as my noises of my body were literally audible, my wife said to me, You know, your body heals when you rest. And, you know, that explains a lot. But also... She had a point, you know, just like in a video game, there is healing when we actually take time to rest. If you think about it, scripture is full of the importance of rest. God rested in creation. God instructs us rest. He even gives us a day to specifically rest. Now, if you are in church culture, the Sabbath or your Sunday, however you look at it, has become a lot more about doing things than resting. But resting is important. Uh, literally, Jesus took naps, y'all. 
And us getting rest is not only beneficial to our bodies, but our benefit is beneficial to our soul. And if we are all up in church and doing all the actions and activities, but not actually resting, we're kind of missing the point. In Mark 2, 27, it says, Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. I'm all for serving Jesus. I'm all for doing the things that God asks us to do and doing all the things we feel called to do as Christians. But if you aren't getting the rest that God intended for you, your service isn't going to leave room for you to actually heal. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, we're celebrating the return of Sunday School Answers. Mm-hmm. But before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Whoop, whoop. The Saxon term for February, Salmoneth, means cake month. This is because they offered cakes to the gods during this month. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I'd rather refer to February as cake month than February. Might make me like the month a little more. <laughs> After releasing, well, you got February. <laughs> we talked about this last week. February is my least favorite uh, month. Yeah, I do remember that. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, and I think by the end of it, you were also saying that February yeah. is yeah. a garbage month. Yeah, I agree. I remember, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, After releasing Tale of the Zombie in 1973, Marvel trademarked the term "zombie" for use in their comic books. They held the trademark until 1996 when they released the trademark. Um, n- no, they realized the trademark was impossible to enforce. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, wood frogs in Alaska have been known to hold their urine for up to eight months, sticking it out through the region's long winters before relieving themselves once temperatures increase. <laughs> <laughs> The dryness experienced at a high elevation as well as low pressure reduces the sensitivity of a person's taste buds to sweet and salty foods by about 30%, which might explain why airplane food gets such a bad reputation. The elevation in an airplane can have detrimental effects on our ability to taste things. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's why, like, the typical snack is a super salty thing. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yep. And lastly, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany quarrel on WandaVision. Olsen and Bettany have worked together for six years, but it wasn't until WandaVision that they had their first argument. The incident, which they describe as Snotgate, happened while filming an emotional kiss and someone's nose started running. And of course, neither can agree on whose bodily fluids it was. Fantastic! Isn't it? Oh my gosh! Because you just got to power through it. You got to finish that kiss. Yeah, that's hilarious. Did you know that Elizabeth Olsen is Mary Kate and Ashley's younger sister? I absolutely did, and yeah. I also know that people are very upset that they didn't ask her to come fill in in Fuller House as the younger sister. Yeah. Even if it was only once, just have that character be on. That yeah, you know? that's fair. Yeah, and I think if anything, WandaVision has proven she would have been fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I'm actually very surprised at how well uh, Elizabeth Olsen has played the the mother role or the wife role in all those different eras nearly perfectly. Yeah. Perfect parodies of what they were really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very good stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're not watching WandaVision, you're missing out. It's really good. Really, that, really good. that is a fact. <laughs> uh, all right. Two, two episodes left, I think. Maybe three, but I think it's only two. Mm. Just... It's too long. Too long to wait. I, I, I'm, not into, I'm not into waiting weekly anymore, you know? Well, and that's the thing. It's awful. I, t- I think I <laughs> told you yesterday um, that we binge watched the first yeah. six episodes, which Chris had been watching. Topher had watched some. Um, but then I was finally like, well, I really do want to watch it. And so we all just started over at episode one and binge watched them all last weekend. Um, and then... The following Friday, had to watch episode seven, and now it's like, well, I gotta wait yeah. a whole week. <laughs> it's awful. Should have just waited until they were all out right. and risked spoilers. And see, that's what we did. That's what Deidre and I did early in marriage because uh, we didn't have cable, and so you know there were a couple things that we would watch live like we'd watch the office every week or whatever but it wasn't you know some grand story yeah. that left you on a cliffhanger or anything so that was fine but anything that was cliffhanger esque like smallville or anything else that we watched back then we would just wait we'd wait a whole year yeah buy the dvd when it came out and then binge watch that whole thing and be satisfied mm-hmm. but you know mandalorian wandavision what all these all of these uh Star Wars and Marvel series are going to be just this weekly rollout. It's just brutal now. It really is. <laughs> Which is weird to think because when we were kids, you know, that was life. Didn't care. Yeah, yeah, it was exciting. It's this whole we can do everything at the blink of an eye thing that we're so used to now. Mm-hmm. Netflix releasing entire seasons of shows all at once. Yeah. I think the first time I remember them doing that was when they rebooted Arrested Development. Where there there was like season four of Arrested Development that they they made, and they just let them all go on the first day. Okay, and I'm like, wow, this is the future. <laughs> and I thought it'd be too much. I thought it'd be it'd be overload. I'm like, I'm not going to be be able to fully enjoy every episode if I just have them all right then and there. I was wrong. Yeah, this is far so, worse. <laughs> listen, we said this um, a f- a few months ago. I think that that is our generation's greatest detriment is that we grew up in a time where we had to wait for episodes. We were invested. Yeah. You know, and then as adults, this whole new era that we live in where everything is ready for us at our fingertips, we're like, whoa, okay, it's mind blowing. We love it. And now that certain aspects, areas, whatever, are going back to kind of our childhood and that nostalgic feel it's killing us it's brutal yeah it's brutal stuff all right well today we are focusing on sunday school answers with a big announcement coming in our next segment but right now we're returning to a classic interview we had with michael mordenga the creator of sunday school answers and i get to go head to head with michael at his own game here we go all right, well, we got a few more questions for you, but actually, I would like to take a quick break uh, from those questions because we want to play a quick game with you. Um, 
Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't tell you about this part. Uh, so <laughs> what we've done is we've taken a few white cards uh, and given our listeners the choice of three blue cards to pick from. Uh, so we got yeah. back we got back quite a few votes. And uh, what we're going to do is you're going to go up against Mo uh, to see who knows our listeners better, which I know Mo has a, an advantage, but think about yeah. think about how awesome it will be when you beat her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to read these out and then I'm going to ask y'all to pick which one you think was voted on the most. Okay. Makes okay. sense? All right. Yeah. So the first one, to show that we are a Christian nation, the United States should airdrop blank onto impoverished countries. Did our listeners choose straight up legalism, a participation trophy, or a hipster scarf. Um. Oh, who gets to go first? Should I go first? Sure. Um, I'm gonna go with the participation trophy. Aw, that's it's, what it's trending. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Y'all can pick the same thing. I'm I'm gonna say participation trophy, and I'll go first next, Mike, so that you don't think I'm copying you the whole time. How's that sound? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all are both correct. Participation trophy. All right. Was what was chosen. All right, number nice. two. On this special Sunday, the pastor whispered, "Blank," and that was the end of the message. Did the pastor oh, whisper? My. Did the pastor whisper low-fat turkey bacon, Bible man, or your princess is in another castle? <laughs> I'm going to say, oh goodness, this is a tough one. Let's go with low-fat turkey bacon. Um, I imagine your group is dominated by geeks, so <laughs> in another castle is my, my answer. Mike, you were close, but low-fat turkey bacon did win what? out on that one. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're absolutely correct that our, our listener, listeners are uh, okay. mostly geek. Uh, I mean, we yeah. are, so... I am uh, not a geek. I prefer nerd. You wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I don't think you're smart enough to be considered a nerd. <laughs> that is so rude. Oh, but come on. Think of all the words you don't know. Oh, my sister-in-law <laughs> gave me a hard time for not knowing sitcom just the other day. So. Oh, no. I didn't know sitcom stood for situational comedies. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Grey's Anatomy is a sitcom, right? No. It's not a sitcom. Shut up, Matt. All right. You're not out of the game yet, Mike. Here we go. Number three. All right. Max Lucado made a typo in his last book when he accidentally referred to God as blank. Did our listeners choose Crystal Pepsi, a fanny pack filled with pogs, or one half of the tag team champions? Oh. Mike, you oh, get to go first. I'm hoping it's one half of the tag team champions. <laughs> no. I'm going to go with Crystal Pepsi. One half of the tag team champions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And we're tied up. Here's number four. Comic book idea. Bible man versus blank. Did our listeners choose getting crunk, a sentient cucumber who knows God's love, or brunch. Okay, can you reread that? Because you threw me off when you said getting crunk. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing? The whole thing. Comic, comic book idea. Got it. Bible man versus Kay. blank. 
Getting crunk, a sentient cucumber that knows God's love, or brunch. Mo, go first. I'm going with getting crunk. <laughs> Mike? You know, I, I, I really want to go with the answer that I want to see. And I, I want to see Bible Man face off against brunch. <laughs> Just because I know it would probably be a two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that what you're going with then? Yes, I'm going with that. Y'all are both wrong. Aww. A sentient cucumber that knows God's love. Bible Man versus Larry Boy, which is actually uh, a fake movie trailer that we made a couple years ago. Is it <laughs> really? Like, oh, yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll show it to you. All right. Uh, so no points for that round. All right. Number five. Youth group. Four years of blank. Is it purgatory? The powerhouse of the cell? Or phoning it in. <laughs> I think Mike goes uh, first on this one. Let's see. You know the the funny thing is is depending on the denomination. Exactly. I know what answers would be chosen. But well, you're not our, our listener base, I think, is largely Baptist, so Southern. Baptist. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to have to go with um, phoning it in. All right. Mo? What was the second one? Uh, the powerhouse of the cell. I I'm going to go with that one, the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> Y'all are both wrong again. It what? was purgatory. Man. Which, oh, no. again, would have probably gone better with uh, Catholics, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, too, grew up in a Catholic situation. Uh, mm -hmm. and yeah, but yeah, I was surprised by that as well. I expected phoning it in to win too. All right. Two more. Let's see if one of y'all can pull out ahead because you're still tied at two apiece. Our culture is teetering on disaster because Christians are refusing to recognize blank. Did our listeners choose what the rock was cooking? Propane and propane accessories. Oh my goodness. Or an all meat salad. I go first this time, right? Yes. I'm going to say propane and propane accessories. <laughs> Bobby? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, what The Rock was cooking. And that's correct. The Rock was cooking. Wow. And uh, that pulls you into the lead here, three to two. Let's see if you can hold on to it. Last question. It's rigged. I'm calling if shenanigans. I... <laughs> I mean, he did make the game. Uh, all right, last one. If I seem a little down today, it's because I accidentally signed up for blank. Did our listeners choose decency, every religion but Christianity, or a migraine? Every religion except Christianity. 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 Hey, uh, every religion. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with that one, too. Both wrong. What? They, cho <laughs> they chose decency. Huh. Accidentally signed up for decency. Well, then. Oh, man. But the that was it. has to repent. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be the first time we've heard that. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, Mike, that means you win, man. Three to Way two. Way to go. Uh, as a oh, prize. I know, there's a, I know there's a title. 
Oh, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't for the title. My wife still holds that. You didn't beat her. Well, if you need to mail the title, <laughs> I can give you my address. As, no, as, as a prize, buy yourself a soda. <laughs> and say it's from us. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was good. Thank you for playing along with that. Um, oh, no problem. So, so back to Sunday School Answers. Um, there was a period there where you seem to be cranking out a new expansion pack every week or two. Uh, Roughly how many blue cards do you think you've come up with? And how hard is it to keep coming up with these new content? Well, um, that is is a great question. You know, the hardest part was um, trying to make it, you have to have enough blue cards to make it worth it. Right. And, but not so ridiculous that you can't afford the game. Um, so that was that was the hardest part. I, I'm going to say, let's see, the expansion packs are around. They have around like ninety to a hundred. So I'm going to say there's around six hundred. Six hundred blue cards. Yeah, that's quite a lot. That's a big game. <laughs> so how do you, how do you keep coming up with new content without repeating yourself? Um, and is it hard to double check that? You know, I'll I'll have like spurts. You know, spurts spurts of nouns um, <laughs> is is how I can describe it. Because um, I mean, if you've ever played if you've ever played Mad Libs in your head, you know what exactly makes you laugh, right? And you just have to think of the right setup, which would be, you know, youth group, four years of, I mean, you'll, you'll try a bunch of them and you'll be like, oh, no, that's, that's gross. What did I think of that? Or, <laughs> you, know, you know, four years of John Cena. Okay, I haven't used John Cena yet. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess this is a testament to the English language, which is beautiful and there's so many there's so many good nouns out there that um, I I can't stress enough <laughs> just you know how we can be using our nouns <laughs> to make bigger better and more fun games. <laughs> well, I just got to say uh, that I admire your ability to come up with these because you had us make the Baptist expansion pack, the blue cards for it anyway. You came up with the white cards, um, but you had mm-hmm. us make the blue cards which I think was just 90 cards. And it took me yeah. forever to fill up those 90 spaces. Yeah, I was no help. I was zero, no help, zero at help at all. <laughs> but, but I mean, and we even had stuff that we were coming off of. Like we had a whole, I have something like 12,000 tweets in my history. But even going through those, I'm like, ah, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Will that work? Is that going to be <laughs> yeah. funny? Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's a nerve-wracking mm-hmm. process, and I had trouble not repeating myself just in the 90 cards. Yeah. So <laughs> I yeah. applaud you, Mike, is what I'm saying here. Well, I, I know Mo was just putting poop down. Yeah. I was, the whole time. <laughs> just different kinds of poop jokes. Poop and fart. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, after after I did that, though, uh, you, you kind of inspired us to start working on our own games. And uh, you know, oh. we've, we've already got two products out there that have been a blast to put together, and uh, I'm actually working on a a back row board game right now, you know, a classic move your piece on the board, roll your dice kind of thing. 
Uh, wow. Where where you're racing to the final, the last seat that's available in the back row at church, and you're having oh, yeah. so the yeah. yeah so the board is you're cutting through people, you know, to try and get to that last yeah. seat. So everyone's racing to it. So that's that's uh, almost ready uh, to be shown off. But uh, it's exciting putting this stuff together. Uh, so, what about you? Yeah. Are you are you have any new game ideas being worked on? Um, so, my friend and I we do a podcast to seven people, um, <laughs> which is roughly our audience. <laughs> um, and th- there's a game that we play on that podcast called Eat Meat Ride, where you you name off three things something you could eat, someone you would meet, and something you could ride. <laughs> and um, they would have to choose which one they would get over all of them. So they would be like a bucket of bacon and to eat or to meet Ryan Gosling, who's very sleepy, uh, or to ride a go-kart that's on fire. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Um, we we love playing that game on the podcast. So I said, you know, wouldn't it be fun if we could do a eat meat ride um, game? You could take home. <laughs> oh my gosh, that seems even more ridiculous than Sunday School Answers. I agree, <laughs> I'm sure but I'm, I'm interested. I'm sure it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow! So it's it's like oh that's weird. It's like an an object version of Kiss Mary Kill. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 interesting. I'd like to see what you came come up with with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I may be so bold as to plug something I'm incredibly excited about. Go for it. Um, I'm actually coming out with um, my first fantasy book, um, self-published on Kindle. Um, and I've been writing this book since high school. It's called uh, The Boy and His Curse. Um, I've been writing it and refining it and kind of sitting on it for years and years and years. And finally, I said, you know what? This, this needs to come out. Um, I, I've loved this story for a long time, and putting it on Kindle is free. So, um, so I, I finally got enough money to get it professionally edited because... Um, one of the worst mistakes I've ever made is thinking, oh, I didn't make any mistakes. Um, yep. But, you know, I finally got it. I finally got it edited and I'm waiting like in the next two days just to get the final manuscript back to put it on um, Kindle. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. That's really cool. Um when when it's available on Kindle, send us the link and we'll definitely share it and uh, come oh. back and put it in the description of this podcast too. Um, yeah, that's cool. And gosh, just every time you talk, you show me that you and I are a lot alike because I have a sci-fi book that I have been working on since high school that I just looked at again uh, for the first time in a couple years uh, last week, thinking, man, I really need to sit down and finish this thing. <laughs> See, you're just, yeah. you're just an inspiration, Mike. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, the people need to see Larry Boy versus Bible Man. Absolutely. So, How is this not a thing you, yet? <laughs> you need to write it. 
Oh, but no, it's what well, I think. I think I told you this when I first uh, introduced myself to you through an email. Uh, was I had the idea for Sunday School Answers like two or three years ago. I'm like, man, I should totally make a Christian version of Cards Against Humanity. But I did not believe in myself enough to actually come up with enough interesting like cards and things of this nature. So once I saw your game existed and how good it was, mm-hmm. I was really mad at you. <laughs> uh, I know. You know what? I'm still we a little bit mad. Frenemies. Frenemies. We should we should both be mad because there is another I'm gonna say biblical based cards against humanity. Um that is out there and is before me. Oh, and I know um, what you're talking about too. Um, yeah this this game is. I think it's still in the vile category. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it uses scripture. It's really weird. It uses scripture. It's still kind of got rated R content. But if you go to the, those guys' websites, I can't think of it. Um, the name of that game. Um, I I know the they, name of it, but I don't want to. I don't want to plug it. Yeah, they they still they still kind of have the mission statement that like, uh, you know, we want to bring people uh, to the knowledge of scripture, and so I don't I know. Just, I, I feel like just from what I've seen, I feel like they might be doing that, but just with all the worst, terrible parts of every story, because of course the Bible is not a. Uh, just a book of you know good rules for for people to follow it's mm-hmm. it's got real nasty stories and history of all these yeah. flawed people and i feel like all the cards that they took there are just the nasty parts uh not saying that we want to censor christianity but i feel like they're just trying to be uh a literal version of a biblical cards against humanity still gross yeah still yeah, and way above the line or past the line. I I kind of see where they're coming from, if they're trying to like connect with someone whose brain thinks like Cards Against Humanity, but um, obviously there might be some flaws there. Um, I know I'm... I know a lot of people when they invite their unsaved friends, um, they say thank you for not playing Sunday School Answers, just because. <laughs> They're they're afraid that we might be making fun of the Bible, or we we might be uh, we might be taking um, too many shots at it. Um, but I definitely I definitely want uh, people to know that like when you make a, a parody of something, or when you when you do satire towards something, you're really actually showing how much you love it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, like most of those scary movies that that came out, um, those guys didn't hate Scream. They didn't hate um, Signs. Um, they loved it, and and that's where kind of their inspiration came from. That's so true. They, they hated yeah. subtlety. <laughs> that's what they hated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, I know, I know what you're saying. Like, um, like for instance, the Babylon Bee. Which is yeah. you know that the satire cr- kind of Christian version of the Onion, they poke yeah. fun they poke fun at Christianity and different different denominations and worship leaders and K Love and right. all kinds of stuff just like the same kind of humor that we have. That doesn't mean that they 
you know, mm-hmm. are any less believers, that they are any uh, less loving towards their brothers and sisters in Christ. It's just, you know, we can be weird, we can be funny, uh, we can be awkward at times. It's not wrong to point that out and have a little laugh yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, I mean, obviously, I don't want anyone walking away with, you know, uh, taking pot shots at people and, you know, screaming our government sucks um, <laughs> as, a, as a way of glorifying it. Uh, so, you know, I always find that the, the safest way to do comedy is to find the line between, you know, what's, what's weird and ridiculous and, you know, what is, what is relevant and what is, um, like, what is modern society talking about? Sure. Um, and if you can find that line, um, you know, people find out that they really appreciate your creativity. Um, when I did improv, I invented a game called More Awkward. Um, <laughs> and you, it's, it's about you doing a scene, and then the audience yells, More Awkward. And the last thing you said, you have to make it more awkward. So... Um, you would say, you know, you could be peeling an orange and someone would yell, more awkward, and you're like, oh, I'm peeling this heart. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, whenever I I tried to play, like, you want to go more into hyperbole and you want to go more into, like, fantasy, but everyone else who played it wanted to just go more vile and they wanted to be, like, more gross. Yeah. See, with the orange thing, I think my more awkward would be just bite right into the orange peel and all. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. No, that's pretty good. All right. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, Sunday School Answers, the return. But first, it's time for the moment. Stick around. You are not disposable. Several years ago, my mother-in-law said these very words to me, and I had never realized how much I needed to hear them until that day. At the time, my marriage was rocky, I felt insignificant as my role as a stay-at-home mom, and almost always felt invisible or at best merely tolerated in social settings. I kind of felt like the off-brand trash bags you buy on a whim in hopes that they'll be as good as the trusty name brand ones. But you quickly realize that they absolutely suck, yet you don't want to waste your money, so begrudgingly you continue using them, cursing their existence every time they break under pressure. Unwanted, frustrating, less than, not as good as, lacking purpose, disposable. Hearing my mother-in-law with all the loving kindness and a splash of firmness sprinkled in reminded me that I am not an off-brand trash bag are words that still find themselves echoing in my mind from time to time today, and I'm sure they always will. When you find yourself in doubt, feeling unwanted and underappreciated, remember this truth. God does not make mistakes. He is purposeful in everything he does, including your creation. He has never once looked at you with regret. To him, your life is significant. So significant, in fact, that he sent his son to die for it. Stand firm in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, 
which God prepared in advance for us to do. And his handiwork is anything but disposable. Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today we're talking about Sunday School Answers. And let's just get right to it. Shortly after discovering Sunday School Answers for the first time, Michael Mordenga invited us to make our own expansion pack. And that gave us the bug. We started our own self-published game brand, Back Row Games. And our first game was a game called Judge Not. This game was where uh, essentially... Everybody is a jury. Uh, you each have a number assigned to you, and you each have a voting deck full of those numbers, for one for every person there. And an offense is read. You know, it's a funny, you know, or, or even uh, slightly offensive <laughs> offense that basically you're voting on who at the table would be most likely to be guilty of. Mm-hmm. And so everybody votes, blah, blah, blah. There's a whole game around it. It's actually pretty darn fun. We've played it ourselves a few times with a couple people. Uh, we know a lot of our, well, a handful at least of our followers uh, from the past few years have bought and played them and had a, a fantastic time. And that was our first game. Uh, and then we came up with the punishment deck. And the punishment deck wasn't really a game in and of itself to stand alone, but it was more of like a, an addition to any game. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be used alongside of your games simply for what the name says as punishments for the loser in your game. All kinds of random, awful, gut-wrenching, wanting to end your life. They aren't that bad. <laughs> They're bad. They're Some terrible. Of them are bad. <laughs> uh, one of them, the winner could pull a certain number of uh, ingredients out of the refrigerator yeah. that the loser would have to. You to make you made a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, just just fun, creative ways to torture. The loser in in your your gaming community. Some of my favorites were um, mystery squirt. Oh yes, which uh-huh. is where the winner could pick a condiment out of the fridge, and you were blindfolded. The loser was blindfolded, and you didn't know what was coming, mm-hmm. and just squirted in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, toilet snack, which is where you ate a clean sheet, one square of toilet paper, mm-hmm. which isn't as gross as it sounds, uh, as it should be. Um, there, there was, um, group text where you have to send 10 people in your phone, the phrase, uh, as, as a group text, I'm the best looking out of all of us. Right. <laughs> and then not reply to anything that anyone says for the rest. You can't say anything about why you said it until the game was over. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the night, you had to read everybody's replies. Uh, then we had things like Facebook it. Where if you drew that, you'd have to draw another card, another punishment, but everybody playing had the permission now to live stream or take pictures of or yeah. video you doing that punishment. It was great. Mm-hmm. It's really fun stuff. You could all use it for like truth or dare. It could just be a simple oh, yeah, dare card. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like that too. Mm-hmm. Next up was Backrow Baptist. And this was more of our take at a classic kind of Bible trivia style game. And originally we went really 
maybe too big. We built this really big game board uh, of a church where you're kind of hopping over pews, trying to get to the back row seat, the one remaining back row seat. Uh, it was too big. It was too expensive. <laughs> the game, I think, was close to 70 bucks with all the stuff that we had. So we sh- we shrunk it down. We have a smaller version now, the smaller board, uh, and it's mainly focused on the trivia. But it's the best Bible trivia game, I think, in my opinion, ever. I think it's the best one, the only one you probably ever need. Um, that That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that was Church Kerfuffle, uh, which is simply an unofficial Christian expansion from the popular game Superfight. Superfight. Yeah. Uh, most recently, we launched Church Flicks, which is a, it's it's sort of in the vein of Cards Against Humanity. Uh, what you're doing, the object of the game is to build a better Christian movie script. And so you have scenes. Uh, and you you know you act out the little scene, and then there's a line you got to put in the last line. And so on the other cards are different lines from movies, you know, random shows or things like that. Um, you know, like I said, it works similar to Cards Against Humanity, just more focused on film, yeah, uh, and script building. Uh, but it's it's fun, but it never really never really caught on. Um, we think people would still enjoy it if they got it. Uh, and it's still available, mm-hmm. but uh, we don't plan on really expanding it too much. Uh, but we also recently launched several expansions to Judge Not to the point to where, I mean, I think we're we're done adding expansions to that game. It It is complete, and all of those are still available at backrowgames.com. But something amazing happened a couple weeks ago, and we have talked about it a bit on social media already, but this is our official Back row announcement. Dun, dun, dun. Sunday School Answers is relaunching under Back Row Games. Say what? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Michael reached out to us a little while ago and said that he, he was ready to pass it along to someone who could devote more time to it. Uh, and he knew that he could trust us because of how much we love the game and mm-hmm. have loved the game for so long. So in just a couple weeks from now, the brand new core game deck box will be available for purchase. And then we will be releasing special themed expansion decks at least once every other month for the next year, maybe longer. Now, you may be hearing all of this and have some questions, so we're going to try and answer them all for you. I'm going to ask the common questions and Matt is going to answer them. So first up, how long has Sunday School Answers been around? So Sunday School Answers first launched in 2017. Of course, like we said, created by Michael Mordenga. He self-published it on The Game Crafter. And in fact, the very first version of the game uh, and first version of the expansions that he made just came in plastic bags. Like there was no box. You just got the cards uh, because, you know, it, it, it was cheaper <laughs> and he hadn't designed anything. Uh, he would go on to create several expansions, even partnering with uh, us uh, as the Back Row Baptist podcast, which, of course, is now the Back Row Morning Show here on LTN Radio, to create a special expansion of our own. Uh, in 2019, he would finally create a collector's edition box to hold all of the individual bags. <laughs> But it still wasn't the most elegant uh, solution. (laughs) But he did finally create a deck box of his best cards so far back then, too. However, by the end of 2019, the game's growth stalled due mainly to Michael's time needing to be focused on other projects and ministries. Up until this past month, the original versions of the game were still for sale. However, they have now been all retired. Okay, so then why is it relaunching? So, yeah, so we say relaunching, we say the return... Um, it hasn't officially really gone anywhere. It's more of a reboot. 
Um, so like we said, a little while ago, Michael Mordanga reached out to offer us to hand the keys over to us. Uh, the relaunch is better described as a reboot. We are taking some of our favorite dilemma and answer cards and making a brand new main base game, which, uh, isn't really anything isn't, isn't really something that he was able to do. Like mm-hmm. he had his original game, but it wasn't like a full base game. It was, it was still pretty small right? compared to other cards against humanity type main base games. Um, and so he, he, you know, he made an attempt at that, uh, with his, uh, I don't even remember what he called it, but he, he made a deck box. He made an attempt at that, but it was still kind of a, it felt more like an expansion. Um, so what we're doing is we're making a main base game as if we're starting from scratch. In addition to that, we are also going to be launching, uh, like we said, new expansion packs, and we're going to try and get the first three out like really quickly after the main base game launches, partnered with some really awesome Christian groups, characters, and memers. This will be a fresh start. Uh, one of the biggest changes is that we are color swapping the cards. Originally, our dilemma cards were white and the answer cards were blue. And we're going to be swapping those in order to make them more compatible with newer Christian or family-friendly versions of this game that have come about in the last couple of years. So isn't there another game like this already out there? Yes, there is another game with the exact same premise and uh, color scheme as Sunday School Answers, made by a few extremely popular Christian comedy personalities. They started a Kickstarter last year, and it was extremely successful, and they have already sold far more copies of their version of the game than Michael or us ever have. Hmm. Uh, Is it a bummer to us? Yes. Uh, Did they deliberately copy our game? I mean, Hmm. it looks suspicious to us, but we have no definitive proof. Uh, Unfortunately, to this day, they refuse to acknowledge our game in any way that we've seen. Uh, They don't really even uh, entertain the idea of talking to us about it. So uh, we've been honored that many folks have actually shared about our existence in the comments of their ads. But in the end, there's nothing we can do about it. Uh, I think Michael's initial reaction was, best I can say is, I was... I knocked off uh, Cards Against Humanity first. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a proprietary idea per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, in the end, we're, there's nothing we can do. And there's certainly we don't want to start a flame war or a legal battle of any kind. Instead, we're choosing to modify our game. Like we said, our color scheme is going to swap. So it's compatible with their game. And so anybody who wants to purchase a little of each can play with both because, you know, the game is for the people. And the main reason we aren't going to put up too big of a stink over this is because they're a business and we are not. All the games at Back Row Games are sold for essentially cost. Uh, we make roughly 80 cents of profit off of every sale of the main deck box because our publisher won't let us take any less. Uh, We exist just to put games out into the Christian community that will put smiles on faces. We're not a business. We're a ministry to build community in the church. And it will be a great way to get back into group events as COVID begins to taper off this year. So what is going to come in the new core game? So the core game deck box will have 400 cards. Uh, 330 will be answer cards with 70 dilemma cards. And this will leave room in the deck box for about 120 more cards that you can get from our expansions. Each expansion will have 40 new themed answer cards and 10 new dilemma cards. And uh, we'll be releasing a larger Christmas expansion, hopefully by September as well. 
If someone was to say, I already have another company's game, will yours work with it? What's your answer? So all versions of this game uh, that we've seen back to the original Cards Against Humanity have a dark card with the dilemma or the fill in the blank and a white card with the answers and funny options. Therefore, our relaunch game and expansion should be compatible with any version of this style of game, Christian, family-friendly, or not. Is Sunday School Answers clean? You will not find any curse words, any vulgar descriptions, or super questionable answers in the game. That being said, uh, the nature of this style of game in general will cause a tongue-in-cheek style of play, and sometimes these will come off as slightly inappropriate, but not to a level that we believe any parent should be super concerned. But as with anything, test it for yourselves first. We don't recommend this game for young kids, mainly because they just don't understand it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we do recommend 12 and up. Is the creator still involved? Absolutely. Uh, While the majority of the work behind the relaunch will be handled by us here at Back Row Games, Michael Mordenga will still have input and uh, he'll be helping with new cards, uh, new ideas for future expansions when his schedule allows. And who's helping to create the expansions? This might be the thing I'm most excited about. And this is something that he started doing. Like, we were the first one. We were the first, uh, you know, sponsored, I guess, uh, expansion that we did with Sunday School Answers for the Back Robots podcast. Mm -hmm. And he was working on another one with Love Thy Nerd uh, at the beginning of 2019. uh, And they were trying to get that set up. And then, you know, world went to heck. And it just never, it never came to fruition. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in talks actually with several people about helping us put together some themed expansions, but some will also come from in-house. There are a few that we're still in talks with, but I can confirm that one of the first three expansions we're launching is the meme deck, uh, created by authorized memes, James, uh, otherwise known as MJV. Uh, he is one of the, uh, he leads one of the bigger Christian meme groups on Facebook. Uh, also, he's, he's, I'd say, not one of the top-tier popular memers, Christian memers, but he's definitely a good mid-range memer, and he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he, he was quick, too, with his list of answers, and they're all great. So, nice. Uh, looking forward to that. Faith and Fandom is working on a superhero deck for hey, us. That's cool. uh, me and John with two words, we're going to be coming up with a wrestling-themed deck in the future. Mo and I are going to put together a food deck you know, cause we've been leaning on taste tests oh, for a yeah. while. Uh, our Facebook group back row Baptist church will be putting together a special expansion where they can submit their own cards. And if we choose their submission, they'll get their name on the bottom of the card, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in the early stages of getting a love thy nerd deck put together in a similar way, which again was originally the plan at the beginning, uh, or at the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, but COVID screwed it all up. Uh, And then we got a a TV deck, a gamer deck, a sports deck. All of them are in the works. Also, possibly a grumpy deck. Hmm. I can't really get further into that. (laughs) All of those are still in talks with people to get them set up. And then, of course, like we said, the Christmas version of the game will be coming out. uh, And it'll have 260 cards. So we'll make it big enough that you could play it a few times at Christmas, just them, just those cards, and not, you know, have too many repeats. Uh, but not so big that it's an entirely giant new core game by itself. All that's in the works right now. And uh, depending on how they go, we'll start branching out even more. But honestly, we're just we're just super excited. Yeah. Uh, because we've been jealous of this game ever since we found out about it. Like every time we've come up with a new idea, it's like, 
It's no Sunday school answers. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and so when Mike when Mike messaged me and sent me that thing, I just I about wet myself. <laughs> I was so dang excited. And so a couple, I think it was last week, and I don't know if it, we talked about it mainly on the show or it might have just been on Twitch, but uh, we talked about how you and I talk to each other a lot, but it's always through messenger. Mm-hmm. We that don't, is our we main don't, form of communication. We almost never call each other for no. any reason. Mm-mm. And I was so excited that I had to call her. So that's what that call was about that she mentioned. I, uh, I just, had, I called her as soon as that conversation was over and I made sure, cause I had to make sure I had to make sure he was sure about this. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is your baby. You mm-hmm. have poured so much time and effort into this. Are you positive that this is what you want to do? Yeah. And so once he convinced me that he was on board, uh, I called Mo, uh, pretty much first thing and said, Hey, get ready. To get excited. Yeah. So we're going to have a lot of, a lot of fun. Moe's mm-hmm. actually going to be the one heading up making our Christmas deck. I'm pretty which, excited yeah, about that. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Going to be a real good time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a really, it's a really fun game, guys. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't overstate it. It is probably the best Christian game of any sort I've ever come across. Sure. And so yeah. to be able to be a part of it and, uh, to build upon what it has already started. Mm-hmm. Ooh, just uber excited. Yep. Uber excited. Yep, yep. All right. Well, you know what we missed last week? Missed is a relative <laughs> term here. We missed your Forgot favorite it, segment. But I didn't miss it. <laughs> it was not missed at it's all. It's time for a bad joke, everybody. Mm-hmm. Bad joke time. And... uh I got a doozy for you. Are you oh ready? Gosh. Ready. <laughs> He's already laughing. There's actually quite guys. a few. I'm going to do two since we missed last week. Oh. All right. You ready? So here's the first one. What do you call a belt made of watches? I don't know. A waste of time. <laughs> but this is even better. You ready? Mm. Why did Adele cross the road? I don't know. To say hello from the other side. <laughs> oh, I love it. <sighs> hello from the other No, sorry. Yeah, no. <sighs> I like that song, though. I like it when Adele sings it. <laughs> hey! Rude. That's rude. All right, we're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere, because when we come back, we'll share something that we love. More Backroom Morning Show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. 
Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to share some things that we love this week. I've alluded to mine. WandaVision. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I waited and waited, and you kept saying, have you watched it yet? And I kept saying, no, I really want to, but... And I finally did it. And I just... If you are like me and you've waited and you've waited and you really don't have a, a good reason for waiting, you just haven't sat down and made the time to watch, make the time because it really is so good. There's so much about the show that just makes it fun to watch. First of all, it's only 30 minutes, so you really can squeeze it in pretty yeah. quick. Um, and watching the opening and kind of trying to figure out which shows they're parroting. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> There's just, and they do it so well. It's yeah. so well done. Yes. And still believable that they're telling an actual story within the Marvel universe. It's uh -huh. great. It's great. And honestly, all, all of the parodies have been pretty obvious, mm -hmm. but they're also really fun to kind of relive and look back on and be like, Oh, yeah, that's right. The only one that we had a difficult time when was this a difficult time on was this past week's episode. But that's because we've never seen the main show. Right. That it was. You don't have to dance around that. It's it was it was in a trailer and everything. It's you know, it's parroting kind of modern family. Yeah. Which we talked about last week. Something you haven't I've watched. never seen it. Yeah. Never seen yeah. it. But, and uh, I found out that Chris also has never watched it. Really? So, yeah, uh, I was saying that that. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen did a really good, really good parody of the mom from Modern Family. Like yeah. it's almost in some instances, it's almost spot on. Yeah. Like the way it's even even the way like she like she purses her lips in the, at, a, at a moment, like looks exactly like the face that that mom in Modern Family makes often. Just it was the mannerisms. Everything was perfectly spot on. Really good stuff. Yeah, really fun. So check it out. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite thing of this week uh, has actually has been the thing for the last couple of weeks. And I just keep forget to bringing up, uh, forget to bring it up. There Those are the words I was trying mm -hmm. to say there. Mm -hmm. uh, Tony Hawk. What? Re-released. Re well, I mean not Tony Hawk specifically, but Activision re-released Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two as a single game. It's been remastered. It's been uh, uh, you know updated with controls and whatnot, and it's beautiful. And I've been playing it on my computer. I bought myself an Xbox controller, which I found out works with PCs just as well as it works with Xboxes. And uh, I've just been playing Tony Hawk every now and then. Mm. And eventually, I'm going to be live streaming that from my house uh, for a Twitch show called Hawk and Talk. Or I'm going to play Tony Hawk and I'm going to talk to you guys. That's, that's the best I can come up with <laughs> for a name. I think it's a brilliant <laughs> name. But anyway. Yeah. It's really fun. It's uh -huh. really fun. I, I'm re I remember when I was really into the Tony Hawk games when they first came out. The, the first four anyway before they got into like big storytelling ones. Um, and I was still into those too. But the memories I'm having specifically is I would just sit there and I would play. I would just sit there and just skate around doing nothing in particular. I wouldn't mm -hmm. try and get high scores. I wouldn't try to beat everything. I would just open world sandbox, just run around and play while I was talking on the phone to Daedra. And so 
like that's my memory even even when i'm sitting here playing that i'm just thinking of talking on the phone and so that kind of came naturally of yeah i should make a twitch show about that just sit here and play that game and talk to people mm-hmm. that's brilliant so Perfect. <laughs> let's end with our verse for the day verse for the day is psalm 119.7 i will praise you with an upright heart when i learn your righteous rules that's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, sorry, burp came out of nowhere, please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner and find the LTN Radio in the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Make sure you're following us on the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely. Join us tomorrow morning for Back Row Rewind as we talk about marriage. Mo, final thought. Please excuse Matt and his gassiness. <laughs> Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. <laughs> <laughs>